Welcome to Win Win, a podcast from the Department of Sport and Exercise Science at the Waterford Institute of Technology. I'm your host, Bruce Wardrop, and in each episode, I'll be chatting with someone who works behind the scenes in sport, helping people to maximise their performance potential. If my guest is winning, hopefully their clients are winning too. Today, I'm catching up with Ethan O'Halloran, fourth year nutrition and exercise student who is just back from his placement. Ethan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me today. Hey, Bruce, how are you? Uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's a few times we tried to do this, I had a crazy couple of weeks, so I'm uh, glad to be on with you, having a chat. Yeah, it's not something that I anticipated when I started the podcast, but often the hardest thing is nailing down a time to talk to someone. You know, there's loads of research and homework that I do before <laughs> each episode, but it's often Absolutely. just getting that time arranged to speak to someone that is the tricky part. But here we are, we managed to find a time and we're good to go. We've made it, Absolutely. So let's talk about your placement, Ethan. I think you did a particularly unique and interesting placement. Can you tell us what you did and where you went? Yeah, so I worked on uh, as a part of kind of, I guess you could say the background staff for Operation Transformation for the RT, primarily working under Eva Hearn. Um, So we kind of worked together um, alongside kind of the producers um, where we kind of put together the meal plans and and calculated how much calories people needed, et cetera, stuff like that. And it's pretty interesting work. Yeah, so I'm sure most people are familiar with Operation Transformation, but just in case anyone is not, Operation Transformation is a lifestyle and wellness program that's on the national broadcaster here in Ireland. Um, It has contestants or participants who have lifestyles that maybe aren't particularly healthy. Uh, They may have some weight to lose and they come on the program to get guidance from experts to try and turn their lifestyle around and incorporate some more, uh, incorporate healthier lifestyle habits uh, into their daily lives. Voilà. Okay, so you said you worked with Aoife Hearn. Aoife is a colleague of mine here in the department. She is a lecturer and she's a dietitian uh, and she was your supervisor on placement. So can you tell us what exactly it is you did when you were on placements? Yeah, so mainly what we did, um, well, primarily what I did was um, first we kind of came together and kind of had an idea of what kind of foods we wanted to have in it so you want to come up with a wide variety of foods that everyone uh, throughout the show is kind of able to kind of broaden horizons a bit widen the palate um, and kind of experience some new foods uh, while being able to kind of um, get that knowledge of understanding oh i can have these foods that i thought were quote-unquote bad foods um or quote-unquote good foods and still reach my goals so I can have that pizza, burger or whatever, and I can make those kind of, I can make kind of some smart substitutes in those so that I can actually have those on a daily basis and in it as a part of a balanced diet that doesn't have to be just all fancy salads and that that's the only way I have to lose weight, you know? Uh, so I thought, it, I think that's the, the best part of the show uh, where you're kind of, obviously it, it, it works as a, as a kind of a pro and a con because it's great that they get to experience all that and get that knowledge but obviously they're trying different foods every day um maybe you might like uh mexican food you might like um salad you might like whatever it is so uh, it, it is it, in terms of individuality um like there is a schedule that we follow so all of the people eat off of that same 
schedule for the most part. And then after that, then we do we do obviously take into consideration caloric intake, but the main meals are stick around about six hundred calories. Um, and then they have a kind of a few parameters that we have to fill, and they eat all from that. So everyone eats the same main meals on that schedule. If you are a vegetarian, obviously you're eating off the vegetarian menu, but for the most part, most people aren't. So they're eating from that main that main schedule that we have. Um, so when you say a schedule there, do you mean, I presume you mean like a weekly schedule yeah. where there is the days of the week, breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks with suggestions on what the people will eat? Yeah, so in terms, it's, it's mainly just the dinners. So um, in terms of the breakfast, snacks and lunches, they are a bit more different. So some of them um, are, are, you can basically have those on any day. You can pick those. Um, but certain people have to eat maybe like an extra snack or an extra whatever to fill out the rest of their calories for the day, if that makes sense. Because we're working off of calculating their BMR. Um, we just use like a, an, an a activity level, a physical activity level, a multiplier and then put them into a deficit. So if someone might have to eat maybe like an extra snack just to fill out, but they do fill off that. Um, they do all eat off of that same dinner. Um, but there is a schedule from every week, all, all eight weeks. So there's a meal schedule for every day in terms of dinner, but not breakfast, snacks, or lunch. So they are kind of to the Okay, the yeah. Now, I must hold up my hands here. And although I do do some research and, and prep ahead of time for these podcasts, I actually haven't watched Operation Transformation yeah. in a long, long time, in years, in fact. Uh, yeah. I must go back and revisit a few episodes on the RT player. Um, so what, what is my original question, what I'm thinking there is, how long does the program run for? How long does Operation Transformation run for? The show runs for eight weeks, um, but we did all of the work from... Uh, probably end of September or middle of September to um, kind of middle of, or before December, I think. Yeah. So what I was trying to get at there was that you had to come up with a tailored nutrition program for each of the yeah. individual leaders that were selected to take part in the program that yeah, would yeah. cover the eight week duration of the program. That's a pretty substantial amount of work. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of work now. Maybe like a few of them might be reused on uh, two weeks, but for the most part, there's, I think there was uh, like 40, 42 or 43 meals or something like that for dinner. So there was a good bit of work. Right. So how do you go about developing a meal plan, meal plan like that? Like, do you just start with ideas for meals or like, where do you start? What do you do? Yeah. So uh, I guess from the start, you kind of, we kind of, uh, have an idea of okay we want to have a certain amount of contemporary dishes you want to have a certain amount of dish traditional like roast dinners and stuff like that usually you put those kind of on a sunday then you might put something a bit more fun on the weekend like a pizza or a burger or something like that um and then trying to fit in kind of like you just your cuisines like italian foods mexican foods uh whatever it is your asian cuisine as well um, so just kind of playing around with those um, at the start and then kind of getting some inspiration from some other recipes uh, that are up on kind of different things and then kind of making our own versions of those. Uh, then we put them into Nutritics, put in the ingredients and we need to also be like 
um, we need to also think about kind of how cost effective that is. So if there is an ingredient in this, in this particular recipe that is only going to be used once and the rest of the pack is going to be there for the eight weeks, well, we'll probably take that out and use something that isn't. Because obviously with all the veg you're buying, with everything, it does add up in terms of price. Uh, so we're just kind of trying to be mindful of what we're adding in. Um, in terms of that was quite important. Right. So um, there's obviously a lot of thought that goes into that, a considerable yeah. amount of planning and effort goes into those. Uh, right. I'm known for eating very substantial salads midweek, but yeah, yeah. let's say at the weekend I want to kick back and relax and I fancy a burger and chips. How could you tweak a meal like that to make it a bit more suitable for one of the Operation Transformation leaders? I guess it wasn't anything, uh, it wasn't anything crazy, really. Um, it's just kind of not putting in those kind of extra things that might bulk it up or just using like a four or five percent lean uh, mints uh, and making your patty out of that instead of buying it out of like just sort of out of a pack with 30 percent fat or whatever it is just making those kind of smart decisions just that extra the thought of okay i'm gonna buy i'm gonna bait this mint and put it into a patty is gonna knock off a substantial amount of calories just from the fat that you're taking off straight away um and then just using kind of, well, whatever kind of cheese you're using or whatever, just trying to get like low fat stuff like that. Uh, it doesn't, it's nothing too crazy, to be honest. Um, and then if you're kind of making potatoes, just kind of chopping up potato instead of kind of buying chips, stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah, so maybe like a more real food, a whole food approach to the food that people are eating yeah, as exactly. opposed to processed uh, or convenience food. Yeah, it's taken away that, that, the processing, yeah, adding in pretty much all whole foods. It's nothing, nothing too um, um, complex or magical about it. Yeah, I often think that when it comes to these things, what you have to do is easy, uh, relatively easy. But it's the implementation, it's the doing it that is actually quite hard. Yeah, absolutely. Because you see that and you see the the burgers already made in the pack. You go, okay, yeah, I can just throw that straight on. Good to go. Um, it just seems in your head like a lot more, um, like a, a lot less work. So you're going to just go for that originally. You know? uh, but just taking that extra step, uh, it can just knock off that extra bit of fat and then you take it away calories straight away. So I think you kind of hinted at it earlier on. Were people a bit reluctant to change? Uh, maybe when you were trying to introduce real foods or whole foods, maybe the, the preparation of foods into the plan, was that something that you had to try and convince people to do? Uh, you see, I, I, um, I was there before any of the leaders were even there. So we, we, they were picked when I was there, but like they, not the actual shortlist. So we had maybe... 20 30 people and i had like their bmors and stuff but it wasn't it wasn't uh, like the um the final cast uh, at this point um but but yeah i think just on a it's it's somewhat of an assumption i suppose so you're you're assuming if they have uh if people are having kind of bad habits um and they feel like they have to go on this show to improve their lifestyle then you probably think that they it's most likely that they probably have poor habits in terms of cooking, eating. They might go for the, the quicker option. That mightn't be that might be that might be a wrong assumption, but it could cover 
40 percent 50 percent. i get you i get you yeah not to fall into that trap yeah uh so i know that you also went to go on a food shoot for the operation transformation website what was that like and what did it involve yeah yeah that was super interesting uh so uh i wasn't what i was expecting at all really um so tell us what was the purpose of what you were doing on the food shoot yeah, so the food shoot is, they do come up on the actual show itself too, uh, but it's just those kind of, you know, those vertical shots of people like cutting the chicken and seeing the dish finished at the end that you'd see those kind of uh, pretty, pretty kind of generic shots that you see on like YouTube or TV or whatever, but they are on the website. Um, but it is quite cool to see how, how it's done. Um uh, just those kind of step-by-step -step instructional kind of cutting your cutting your veg and preparing all the food and shows you how to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I went in there, I suppose I was thinking, I'm not really sure what to expect. It definitely wasn't what I was expecting, but I don't know what I was expecting at the same time. Uh, I think I had in my head just this total naive, like, thing that I was going to be look, going on to some set that, like, Gino DeCampo would be whipping up a storm like on the morning show or something um but it wasn't like that at all really it was it was a bit more practical really it was um kind of an old house um that was kind of purposely built for uh food shoots um so it's just this to be honest like it's nothing to shout home about and in, in for most of it and then there's a kitchen part and that's where the cameras are and that's all that matters um yeah and there's, it's pretty cool like there's a it's interesting to see um, what goes into the behind the scenes and all the kind of great people that are there in that go into making it happen. Everyone there has a specific job. Um, so for me, <laughs> I was kind of standing there for the most part. At the start, I was kind of like, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, you kind of have that um, imposter syndrome a, a small bit, but I got out of that pretty quick when I realized, okay, I'm kind of the one who came up with a lot of this meal plan stuff. So I know this forward and back front and back of my head um so the, my the idea of me being there was just stand over make sure everything was going to plan and then i had the laptop kind of in close proximity that if i needed to make any switches or if they wanted to switch out anything i can just quickly go into neutralics take out something add something in say yeah that's okay if it is all right i can give them the all clear and they can go ahead uh which was really handy to do uh, with me there because there was a couple of days when I wasn't there and I was going to work and I was going to, and you're trying to email people back when in the middle of work and it was a nightmare. Uh, and I'd say that was the hardest part of the job, just emails in general. It just was, it's just tough and everyone's on a totally different schedule, doing multiple jobs. Um, so it's just a, it's a tough one. Um, but yeah. It's very interesting. Like, I presume on the food shoot, the purpose was to produce something that was instructional, like a tutorial uh, on the menu, how to make yeah. the food. But then also that the food needed to be appetizing. It needs to look good. Yeah. Uh, how did you find that, that the, trying to strike the balance between making foods look good and, and appetizing versus the taste of the food versus then the actual nutritional content of the foods? Yeah, I guess there's two, there's two different ways to look at it. You look at it, um, I, I, I suppose, in any context, you look at the nutrition first, make sure the nutrition is perfect. But without the tasting good, you're not going to stick to that particular way of eating, right? So that needs to be important. 
I don't know if there's any really reason not to have things to taste nice, but you can just season things, especially with my own clients as well. Just hammer home, like season things as much as you want, make it taste good. Uh, super important. Uh, but when it comes down to the um, when it comes down to what it looks like, I guess when you're at home, it means nothing really. <laughs> like if you if you have great pride in your work, fair enough. You want to make your thing look nice, or if you want to take a picture of it for Instagram, fair enough. But when you're working on TV, it has to look good. It's a totally different. It's a totally different thing. Um, but I guess when we're adding in like the amount of veg that we were adding in and everything you're kind of all the colors from the different veg does make a pop it just looks appetizing anyway uh, so that kind of was in our favor um but yeah i think there's two different ways to look at it you're at home looks don't really matter but the other two the, everything else does matter if you're um, in the other context you know and uh, look super important yeah that resonates with me we eat an awful lot of fresh veg here at home and a lot of our dinners are dinners that yeah. incidentally look really good on the plate because there's so much color. variety and yeah. color but there is the odd meal that we uh, do that doesn't meet those standards there's one in particular that i'm thinking of i don't know whether you'd call it uh, yep. a curry or a stir fry but it's made up with a lot of greens there's a, a base of leeks in it and there's usually some broccoli and peas and some maybe some cauliflower and it gives it a bit of a pale color to it uh, mixed in with some chicken and then it's yeah kind of some curry seasoning goes in on top of it and when it goes out on the plate it does not look appetizing but my god it tastes amazing uh even even when yeah, the cats uh, turn their nose up at it when they see it on the plate but i love it yeah absolutely yeah the, gr- the greens on their own will do that yeah it's just a big plate of saucy greens with some chicken in it uh it doesn't look the most appetizing but ethan when it's seasoned well it's delicious yeah okay tell me what you enjoyed most about your placements uh well i guess um myself i've been always since like a young age it's like kind of a film and movie or film and tv kind of enthusiast i wouldn't say live tv now or not live tv but you know like tv shows TV, TV shows, uh, but just that uh, I've just been really interested in that my entire life anyway. Um, so working on something and being a part of it and actually being on the credits at the end of the show and something's coming into fruition on the screen and you were there, you were there as part of that to make that happen is pretty cool. Um, and seeing kind of what happens in the background uh, to do that uh, is, is pretty cool as well, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think talking to everyone and kind of seeing, because obviously you have people who are looking at this from a, trying to make a TV show. There's people trying to make a TV show. There's people trying to make good, nutritious food. It's a totally different thing. And I got the pleasure of working on it, working on TV, but in something that I'm actually doing, which is pretty cool. Um, and you guys can kind of talk to people, especially on the food show, and kind of see what makes them tick and what 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 they're thinking of. It's quite interesting. So they could be t- talking about something about food, but it has nothing to do with the nutrition. It's pure like what it's gonna look like on the plate. Uh, whereas you're not thinking about that at all, you know. Um, so it was interesting in that sense. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think this is a really unusual and particular application of your nutritional skills, and that's why I found your placement so interesting. Yeah. 
Okay, can I ask your take on something? So although I haven't watched Operation Transformation uh, recently, I do know that this season in particular, there has been a little bit of a backlash or controversy um, yeah. uh, surrounding the programme. So now that you've worked behind the scenes, I you, you hinted at something there. I think you, you said uh, you made me think about the balance. You know, a programme like Operation Transformation needs to strike a balance between being yeah. entertaining for the audience and mm-hmm. hitting the recommended guidelines for all the different disciplines. So for nutrition, for exercise, for lifestyle, you know, all those different things. So, you know, now that you've been behind the scenes in the programme, do you have a take on that, that on, the, on the balance between making a yeah. programme that's entertaining uh, while also um, hitting the recommendations for, say, from your point of view, the nutrition side of things? Yeah, it's a tricky one, like, isn't it? Um, I feel like you're kind of going to get in trouble with whatever, whatever way you go with it. Um, I think initially, I think like I kind of want to plead the fifth on it a bit. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, like what I will say is... Um, Look, like you're working on, like as I said, like you're working on a nutrition TV show. Um, and there is people who are worried about the nutrition side of it. And then there is people who are trying to make a TV show. Um, there's producers, there's editors. Um, and a lot of that is edited down. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it, it's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. Like, I think... I think yeah I get what you're saying there and I think it's you've got to remember in cases like this that a television program is a product it's been produced um, and now I don't have any real insight into this uh, kind of speculating here but I'm sure you could film hours and hours of content and then it can be edited down into snippets and you could take one snippet that gives a a certain narrative and then you could take another couple of snippets that gives the totally opposite narrative and you've got to remember that it's been it's been all been packaged up a certain way Absolutely, yeah. So, like the the editing in general. Um, so you could have a conversation with one of the leaders for half an hour, and that can be condensed down into a minute or two minutes. Um, and the editors aren't always going to have your back. Like they're, you know, they're trying to make. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd like to point out, we're not pointing the finger of blame at the editors we're, here. We're not bla- we're not bringing the editors, but the editors. It's their job to make the show entertaining. That is their job. It's not like it's it's a it's bad that they're doing it, but it's their job, you know? So it's just, a, it's just a fact, but I'm sure like if you, if there would, there would be totally harmless conversations that me or you could have that are half an hour long and you could condense them into two minutes and we could sound like terrible people. It's just, you could, you can do it quite easily. Um, I think maybe like being a little bit more considerate about the people in front of the camera, um, because they're the ones who are going to get the bad rap, you know? Um, the, the people who are actually working in front of the camera, they're the ones who are going to get the the all the texts and the D, the DMs with all the kind of horrible things being said to them, you know. So um, I think that's something to look out for maybe this year. Uh, but saying that, like, I think there's certain aspects. Okay, it's a tricky one. I don't know if I want to get into it too much, but there's certain aspects of the show that I can see why people might have a slight like issue with but you have to remember the whole purpose of the show is fitting in giving people motivation to change over eight weeks if you were trying to change you would take a little bit maybe a little bit more of a sustainable approach yes but if you went totally sustainable with people for eight weeks and at the end of it people all did all this hard work to change their lives and they didn't see that much progress then all the people watching at home aren't going to want to do anything 
So it. So yeah, you you've got like the, the necessity to fit it into the eight week schedule of the program versus the best long term approach to the lifestyle changes that yeah. these people need to make. Those two things aren't necessarily compatible. Absolutely, uh, I think there's a lot of that kind of a new um, there's that new culture as well of like. From what I've seen, I, I didn't look into it like too much, but from what I've seen, some of the people, uh, not calling out any names, but some of the people who were just like slating the show, from what I heard, they weren't necessarily, they was like they were trying to find reasons to not like the show because they didn't like the whole idea of people losing weight at all. And it's like almost trying to pretend that like the obesity epidemic isn't, isn't even a thing and that you can just, you just shouldn't lose weight ever. You see it like so much in uh, pop culture and everything like, you know, uh, with celebrities, her, like Adele, she got into like really good shape, lost a load of weight and she's just abused like because she's not a role model anymore and all this kind of stuff. It's, I think the way I look at it is, you just can't please everyone. Yeah. I think that the way I look at it is, and how I finish this up is, um, they're not, um, being forced to lose the weight they want to do it so you should just kind of leave them off just like the people on the show are not forced to be on the show they want to be on the show they know what it entails and uh, so i think you should just leave it off <laughs> it's, it's what yeah, look, I think there is, there's no one fits all approach that works. There's so many variables at play here. And no matter what way you go at it, I think there will be someone who has a differing opinion Absolutely. and will be critical of what you do. But I think it's important to remember at the end of the day that people are trying to do their best here on the program. And overall, my gut is that, my gut tells me that it has a, a positive influence overall. I think I read a statistic earlier on today that said that 75% of people who watch the show reported making one or more positive lifestyle changes after watching the show, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. Like even that, that's, that's, look, even, even if it's not a major thing, it's something, you know, it's uh, better than nothing. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think you've done well with that question there, Ethan. We'll park <laughs> it there and move on. So just to finish up, you're the first cohort of nutrition students to come through our program uh, and you're just back yeah. from your placement. Would you recommend this placement to any of the students who are coming up behind you now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's something I definitely remember forever, you know. Um, it's, so, yeah, it's, it's not something I thought I'd, I'd get the opportunity to do. So if you, def if you get the opportunity, take it. Um, I'm glad I didn't settle for something kind of maybe a little bit easier to get. Um, it's probably what I was going to do originally. It was tough uh, balancing kind of multiple jobs and life in general, but it's worth that kind of extra bit of grind. Um, because when you see something come to fruition on the screen, you're a part of it, it kind of makes it all worth it, you know, and it's pretty cool. Very rewarding. Okay, I think that's a good place to finish up on this episode, Ethan. Thank you once again for taking the time to speak to me today. No I really genuinely found it fascinating to hear about your placements. Thank you very much for having me. Fair play to Ethan there. I think he did a good job, particularly with my slightly awkward question about the current criticism of the Operation Transformation show. 
It seems like Ethan's placement was one of many juxtapositions, like balancing the taste and nutrition of a recipe, suggesting lifestyle changes that are sustainable in the long term and show progress in eight weeks, or making a TV show that is entertaining for the audience and has the participants' best interests at heart. Ethan seems to have learned a lot about these contrasting ideals and about how balance is sought. I also sense that Ethan takes great pride in his work and I'm glad that he was rewarded with a credit on the show. Okay, that's it for today. If you've made it this far, you might do one more thing and share the episode. As always, if you'd like to get in touch, then you can catch me on Instagram at B underscore Wardrop. I welcome any feedback or suggestions you might have for the show. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. Music